This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. So we had an awesome tournament last weekend on WGT. The DNVR Open, our first major 18 holes. I snuck into the top 15, but it was not pretty. It was a tough course, a real tough event. And if you want in on the next tournament, all you got to do is download WGT, the best phone game out there definitely the best golf game out there to play on your phone you can download it from dnvrgolf.com and then all you got to do is search for the dnvr2 country club when you get logged into wgt that's just dnvr and then the number two all one word that's how you can get in our country club to play in all our tournaments that we run every other weekend so Download WGT from dnvrgolf.com and sign up for the DNVR2 Country Club. Most enchanting of all is Cinderella's Castle, the central landmark of Fantasyland, and in fact, the symbol of Walt Disney World. The main entryway is a work of art in itself. Its walls covered with glittering mosaics done in hand-cut Italian glass fused with silver and 14-karat gold. Together, these murals tell the classic tale of the little Cinder Girl and her Prince Charming. Oh, yeah. Uh. Need my flower shirts for this one. Here it goes. I feel like I'm at Disney World right now. Oh, my God. Just hanging out at the Yacht Club, baby. What up? What's happening? Welcome to another episode of the DNBA Show. It's a Tuesday night, so I'm your host. My name is Brendan Vogt. I'm joined by an all-star panel of uh, of cast members. What if I just referred to you guys as oh, cast God. members? Oh, that's what, that's what they do at Disney. That's what they do at Disney. Yeah, I know, Eric. It was a topical reference. Let's so, do it. On top of our references tonight on the ball, it's Eric Weedham, also known as D-Line Co. That's What's right. Up, that's my name. Did you know that? That's my name. I did know that. Thanks, Eric. You're on a roll to start the show. Uh, to Eric's left, a man with um, with not as much information and facts. It's Adam Mares. Adam, what's up? No information, no facts for me today. Just riding co-pilot, Just vibing out. Just opinions. And takes. And a man who um, is allergic to, to at least bad opinions. Not opinions, but bad opinions. Always practical, always measured. It's Harrison Wynn. We're presented by Manscaped, boys. Your balls will thank you. Your balls will, Your balls thank, will you. thank you. My balls are thanking me right now, but you did not need to know that. <laughs> uh, we got a, a big news dump today, a long list of shamwows from our boy Sham Sharani <laughs> at The Athletic. So to help us sort through all of it, we're bringing on another special guest. Please welcome back to the show, covering the Denver Nuggets at Mile High Sports. It's superstar Dev. Yeah. 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 I like the celebration when I get along. Yeah, dude, it's always hype when you're on here. Uh, we need you, you to help us bring the energy. So, I still, I still feel like uh, that's right. Dev is a little bit inappropriately dressed. It's a, it's a hot day. He's got a long yeah, we do have to on. talk about that. 
What's going on, Dev? What's your air conditioner situation? Yeah, do you guys not? Yeah, do you guys not have AC or something? Well, like, we, we do have AC. Also, I have fans that go on and stuff like that. But I played a video game, so when we're in the video game. The the big fan that we have, it's like an industrial fan. It goes through, so everybody that's on the video game is like, "Hey, we can't hear you." <laughs> Same. Are you playing on top of the airplane? Like it's all type of jokes, and I didn't want to hear the jokes. So then I didn't have a shirt on. So I was like, "Hey, I'm on a show." I looked at the time and I said, "Let me put on the show because good, I don't think good that's call. appropriate." Maybe. I'm glad you're wearing a I shirt. Still, that's yeah, I still wish you hadn't put on a shirt. If I'm being perfectly honest, <laughs> <laughs> nobody cares about my thoughts. It's gonna happen show. next time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Clothing not optional. Um, as it turns out, plenty of stuff that. Going to Orlando is optional, but, hard but transition once you're there, there, sorry, that's a hard transition. There's a, <laughs> yeah, it was rough. There, there's going to be a lot that the NBA players aren't going to love about their stay in Disney World, and we know that now because Sham Shrani of The Athletic tweeted out uh, a peek into life inside the bubble. The Athletic obtained the NBA Players Association memo that they sent out to all of their players. Uh, we got a lot of information, so we have to start at the top with the most important stuff. Um, so excited. They were not, they were not kidding when they said they were going to try to sort teams in the hotels by their seating. They really actually did that. <laughs> so, so great. I'm so here for it. So the Bucks, the Lakers, the Raptors, the Clippers, the Celtics, the Nuggets, the Jazz, and the Heat. Don't know how the Jazz snuck in there, but congrats to them. Oh man, the elite squads will be there. staying at the Grand Decino. The elite Big squads. <laughs> Thank you. That is an air horn moment. Don't you kind of wish it was like the first day of real world where everyone had to just run and choose their own bed? Like yes. All the, the teams just had a mad, mad scramble to the hotels. No, yes. Jokic would have for sure ended up in the yacht club if that was you. <laughs> he would just be like, give me the first room you guys have. In the car, he's like, I'll just, whatever's available. I, I love that the worst one is called the yacht club. Yeah. I know. That's the Matt worst Morrison. one. Set pictures of it out today. It's like, oh, that looks really nice. That looks great. Uh, but we, we all have jokes. Anybody at a to... Motel Six. I mean, I know, I know. <laughs> also, Keith Smith, our, our homie and the number one guy to go to for Disney World NBA related information, he's been pointing out on Twitter all night that like these aren't really tiers above one another. Like, there's no real upgrades here. These are all all sweet digs. It's all um, but in the Grand Floridian, we have the Thunder, 76ers, Rockets, Pacers, Mavs, Nets, Grizzlies, Magic. And in the lowly yacht club, the Blazers, oh, the Kings, the Pelicans, the Spurs, the Suns, the Wizards. So, guys, I have a small market energy thing to get Let's off my do, chest right now. It. It's I think it's super lit that the Nuggets are in like the Hell elite yeah. building. Is, yeah. Isn't it fun to no, see no, their No, totally, in... totally, totally. Because what do we talk about at Summer League every year? How the Nuggets always get like the last game of the night at Cox oh, Pavilion. Yeah. And, yeah. Yeah. They're always there's always nobody ever at the Nuggets Summer Never. League games because everybody's at the main arena watching whatever the marquee game is there. The Nuggets are in though. They're in the Grand Destino. They're in. The They're grand, with the cool kids. The grand Destino is so great, too. It's also such a perfect name. The Grand Destino. Yeah, the Grand yeah. Destination. Unbelievable. It sounds like a sick movie, but... Do you think they have... Do we know about their uh, access to minibar? Do they have, are they allowed to... Give oh, them oh, I'm glad you asked. Um, we, we know we a actually lot, actually. About the yes. minibars? Including macadamia um, nut privileges? Those are expensive. Macadamia Hotel amenities will include will include players-only lounges with NBA 2K, TVs, gaming. 
I, at first when I saw gaming, I thought it said gambling, and in my head it was just the Michael Jordan meme. With the, <laughs> yeah, like, Here are the uh, assigned gambling areas. <laughs> just keep keep those very uh, very or- organized. Yeah, They're gonna have pools. Uh, access to a pool. Here's where it gets interesting. Um, barbers, manicurists, pedicurists. Hell yeah. So definitely some non-essential staff inside the bubble for <laughs> maybe sure. Maybe for you. Maybe for you. Yeah, uh, 24-hour VIP concierge, daily entertainment, moody, movie screenings, DJ sets, video games, ping pong, pool, lawn games. James Harden will be bored, but there's going to be stuff going on. And uh, players will be allowed to attend other games, which to me is the coolest detail. That is the best detail. Do we think guys are going to do this, Dev? No. <laughs> <laughs> all right, cool. That the show, guys. <laughs> no, not at all. Why not? I just don't see it happening. Also, I don't think that James Harden will be bored. They said there will be entertainment, and I'm sure that there will be entertainment. <laughs> James Harden is good on this book. And they get to come from outside source and things like that. It'll, it'll be great. <laughs> wow. Well, uh, I like that we're dancing around this one here. Just <laughs> I think there will be a lot of family time. Like Everybody will have to bring their families and things of that nature. So, of course, there will be those type of uh, events and golfing and things of that nature. When we you can, <laughs> well, I was gonna say you've got to go through like double the amount of protocol that you do if you're a player, if you're a family member trying to get into this thing. You do, but there, it's, but it's there quite is, quite there expensive, is, yeah. Okay, so you are allowed to bring guests though, right? Like players. Is it? Did I read it correctly that each team has like was it fifteen <laughs> slots? I think it's seventeen. Yeah, For some each reason, team. So. Each team that advances past the first round of the playoffs will be permitted up to 17 guest rooms uh, for for guests, family, friends. Wait, that's um, per team? Yeah, each team oh. gets 17 guest rooms. So wait, do you oh, have like wow. a, a dedicated room for your side piece? Or, and all right, your hold on, I'm going to do some math. Well, first of all, if there's 17, there's 17 players. Then there's coaches and everything else. So the, like, if there's only 17, does that mean you have to, like put family together like Jokic's family Gary Harris's family you guys are paired you're in a room I don't know but you get each team is is permitted up to 17 guest rooms and then there's all types of uh self-quarantine that guests have to go through before they get there all guests must undergo three days of self-quarantining and testing uh either in a house or hotel in the team's home market or in Orlando before they get to the bubble and then assuming there's not a positive test, then that player guest must come to the bubble and remain in quarantine for four days after arriving while having tests each wow. of those days. So I don't know how much friends and family we're going to get at this thing. Man, All right, that's good because that would be, I, I mean, that would be over 300 people if every team used all 17 spots. And so that's 300 non like staff, players, personnel, and then you add your manicures and your pedicures. This bubble's growing quickly. <laughs> How do I get on this list, though? I want to be part of the guest. I know. I would like to go. This does sound pretty out. fun. This sounds actually. awesome. I want to be in the, the lounge. I want to be playing video games, gambling with these guys. Come on. What do we could be family with, like, Wancho or somebody like that. He's not going to have people come, so, like, we could be in, in his group. You think we can be Vlatko's plus one? Just... Like, he was by himself this whole yeah, quarantine anyway. That's right got to be on the table. I, you know what? I'm saying? I think that could be done. Yeah, I think I think this is uh, after the first round of the actual playoffs. Guests can come. Yeah. So after it gets whittled down to, uh, what would it be, eight teams? 
Yeah, yeah. it'll be down to eight. I, I have a theory. So going back to the um, the living arrangements, assuming you don't consolidate, there might be an advantage to being one of the bad hotel teams because you figure there's going to be multiple teams that make this it is that are in the top. Galaxy one. Yeah, This is Galaxy Basketball Brain. analysis. If you're in the Yacht Club and you make it to the second round of the playoffs, aren't you the only team left in that hotel? You have the hotel all to yourself. That's a huge right. advantage. No, no. They may they may make teams move if they last longer than expected in the tournament. Yeah, that's what I see. Oh, but, really? The, expected. The, if, if you're expected, so the top teams are expected to win. So if you don't, then you have to move up to the next one, which I don't know what that would mean. The, the official ruling on that was, we'll cross that bridge when we come to it, which I feel like is the official slogan of the restart of the totally. NBA season. Totally. Also, that just tells me that, like, Tony Brothers is going to be on the elimination game for the – like, the Lakers are down three games to two. It's like, all right, Tony yeah. Brothers, get in here. We need we need six early fouls on Jokic. we got to get out of here. <laughs> we lost our reservation at the Yacht Club. We can't yeah. have this. <laughs> we can't afford all of these changes. We need the Lakers in. What I was thinking is, like, how are rooms going to be assigned within teams? Because all these rooms – aren't created equal right and like i'm sure the hotels will get in custom beds that can fit nba players better than typical disney world guests but i bet it's going to be like uh veterans get the first choice and then all the way down to the rookies like based on these rooms paul Millsap might have this suite at oh. the uh grandis at the grandestino Bosco might be to... staying in like a room with two double beds. Millsap so needs to pull up, pull a homie move for Michael Porter, man. He needs a good back support. <laughs> <laughs> Mike's a rookie me. does not get he gets the last pick, but he needs a great bed. Only two of us have the backs of ten plus year veterans here, and and we need we need the bed. Um, let's walk this thing all the way out and talk about the general timeline here, which we also got. From the man sham. So international players who are abroad, um, international players, they need to be back by the 15th. That was yesterday. Uh, on June turn 23rd, that's the beginning of testing. We'll come back and we'll revisit all these sections and hit the details, but here's our timeline. So testing starts on the 23rd. The start on July 1st, there's a sort of hybrid mini camp, which we'll elaborate on. July 7th through 9th, a staggered arrival at Disney World. They do not want all these teams showing up at the same time. Oh my so God. I don't, they'll stagger that. And July 9th, they will start practices at Disney World. Um, so Jokic, I assume, has to be back then. So we can cross that off the okay. list, right? Um, <laughs> hang on one second. I lost my someone. Uh, my my someone first thought, my first my thought reading this entire report and reading all these details is like, should we just not be doing this? Should we we just pack it up and go home? I mean, I I applaud the NBA because, like, this is extensive and detailed, and it seems like they at least have a good plan going into this, but this is a lot, man. This is a lot. This is a big endeavor. After we hit all these details, because that question will um, maybe. I'm curious actually what Dev thinks. Dev, you've played a lot of AAU. Doesn't this sound like AAU? Like, you're going to a hotel, there's these ridiculous logistics, you have all these, like, weird things. I mean, this has an AAU feel to me. Everything about it is AAU. It's like uh, it's like summer league on steroids. Like it's amazing. Yeah. Um, especially like you have like all these rich guys in the same place, and they're still going to be like catered to, um, and their families get to come out. It's it's the best part of AAU. It sounds bad. Hundred like, percent. Um, on the outside, I think that the players are like this is amazing. Sounds amazing to me. I want to get. 
I know well, in Art Boy, Keith told us the food is like incredible. Like they're going to be like, it, it's it's not you know macaroni and cheese and chicken tenders. No, it's it's going to be like shaped pancakes oh, and things. There's going to be some players that are going to ask for macaroni and cheese and chicken tenders. <laughs> I have a feeling, but you don't have to eat that. You can have the steak and lobster. You can just say Jokic by name. Should we get into the the food details that that were in this? Are, do we have on food that details? Note? Oh, my God. oh, we have. I'm so details. hungry. I haven't eaten dinner yet. I'm starving. <laughs> this is gonna be tough. I'm gonna have a hard time here. Um, so th- there was some stuff in there where uh, Chris Haynes had a report where he said each team will have access to a designated Disney culinary team. Ooh, oh, that's who will right. help yeah. create a individualized team. team menus, support team dietary needs, and ensure health and safety guidelines are followed. Uh, players will receive three meals Ooh. per day. Uh, on off days, four meals per day on game days. What do you yeah. guys think about that? I'm going to start um, with four games. That's a lot of food. AAU. Way better. <laughs> yeah, <that's true. laughs> when I think about it, this is nothing like AAU. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to uh, weave this into my own regimen. Every game day, I'm going to start eating four meals. I never really thought about that before. Yeah, that's true. No, honestly, though, professional athletes eat a lot. They need to eat a lot. So I was actually four meals a day. I don't know. You don't think like some people need Mason Plumley? I think he eats no, like the big guys. meals a day. No, I, I was I was gonna say guys will need more than three or four meals per day. I th- thought it was low. Yeah, this is just gonna, don't you think we're just gonna uh, get a ton of photos of players hanging out together and fraternizing, and all the old heads older than me are gonna be like, I can't believe this. And back in my day, the players never talked to each other. <laughs> Kobe wouldn't even have gone. He would have built his like, own. Michael Jordan tower. would have seen George Carl in the Grand Destino, and he would have moved to the Yacht Club. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Here's a couple other food details, though. Um, there will be room service options, of course, and uh, subject to a few exceptions, food deliveries from outside of the NBA campus are not permitted, so no Uber Eats. But of course. But a player is permitted to hire a personal chef located outside of the NBA campus to prepare and send food into the NBA campus on a daily basis. And I also said like if a team I also heard or saw if a team wants to have a personal nice. chef, they can be included in uh like the 35 person traveling party that teams can take to Disney World. It feels like food has been the number one planning point. Yeah, so you get to add more stuff. Like I, I'm, I mean, I can make grilled cheese sandwiches if, if people want that. <laughs> we have to get in and somehow because, like, that just sounds amazing. Like you get you the see. order of chef, and then they already feed you, and <laughs> next they're gonna have like any, like you can have anybody in there. Yeah. Uh, so they're like every room. You check Jamal's Instagram. You see Dev in the back with a chef's hat. <laughs> Is that Dev? Every room will be equipped with a loaf of white bread, American cheese, and an iron. You can make grilled cheese at any point <laughs> you in time. That's good. That's like a fire fest setup. <laughs> Loki eating food at resorts is like maybe a top two thing of the resort. Maybe number one. When you could Depends eat, the, the food's like all open all day long, and you can, that's the best feeling on yeah. earth. <laughs> all right, let's let's go through the details of these bullet points. Um, so June twenty third, the beginning of testing. Teams will begin mandatory testing of all players and staff, of course. The testing will consist of the shallow nasal swab and the oral swab. The long swab that has been talked about as being particularly uncomfortable will not be used. So I do wonder if that's going to affect... Like, I actually think that was kind of a big ask to ask people for the daily long swab test, but it does sound like that they have a sort of workaround that. So I don't know if... 
um, that was a, a big point. Of course, that players it was. are objecting yeah. to. But. You're even burying the lead. I believe that there's also a uh, secondary test that players the can blood. opt into. Yeah, the blood test or the whatever. Blood that they draw, can, yeah. They can opt into, and it's like experimental. So it's they can almost do a service by helping us learn new new testing methods if they so choose. Are you, are you this yeah, but yet? also with the nasal swab, aren't they using it as like um, like a punishment? Like if you go out of the bubble, and you have to use the nasal swab. The deep one? Oh, that would be a great idea. I actually like that. Yeah, like, yeah, that would keep players in the bubble for I sure. I think I read that honestly. Really? Wow. Yeah, I think that's in here somewhere. <laughs> so the the blood draw being exper it's experimental. You said Adam. Um, there's like, well, I'm going to screw this up. I thought, uh, you could, you could probably find it on the notes there, but, um, from Shams, but there was something about, there's like an experimental blood drawing thing that they can opt into. They could so choose. Well, I, yeah, they do have the serology and antibody test. I guess I just didn't realize about the experimental nature of Did it. Did you read the but, tweet that Guy just had up about them? No, being able I didn't. To wear a, a ring to, for early detection. Like a really? like a mood, it's like a mood ring, I assume. <laughs> oh, wow. It's a, it's actually a ring pop. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Wow, that's, that's actually wild. insane. It really Inside is just a mood ring bubble. for coronavirus. Yeah, NBA players will have the option of wearing a ring that could help with early detection of coronavirus. Track temperature, respiratory. That's heart crazy. Rate that's in wild. Five different flavors. Man, this is, is where, awesome. to me, I know it's like sensitive because we don't want to send these athletes into a situation that, like, we're putting them in, in, in like danger and all this stuff. But it's also like, wait, we have that technology. Like, where, yeah. can, can well, the maybe. rest of that's the what, world that's get what we this don't know. stuff? Well, I think yeah, that's why I mean, it's experimental. But honestly, Dev, I want to. I want your opinion. I know all these guys' opinion about this. <laughs> yeah, what is your like? If you were a player, would you have a problem going into this bubble and playing games? And I know that's impossible to know for certain, but just what do you think? I think honestly, it depends what type of player I am. If I'm a superstar, I don't want to go into the bubble. But wow. if I'm just a regular player, then I think I would love to be in the bubble. Just because why? I'm going to get paid. You, you get paid. Oh, um, I see what you're I saying. I think that's a, a, a huge portion of being in the bubble is the people that are, like, standing up and saying so much, they, they're, like, they're set. Um, but then you hear players like, you know, like Ed Davis and things of that nature, and you got to look yeah. at it from the other side. They need to be paid. They also love to play. Think about the players that are not playing. They have to be off for so long. Like, when's the next time they're going to play real basketball, huh. like, at this speed and things of that nature? Like, that has to take away from things like um, so I would love to be in the bubble if, if I was a player, but I think if I was a superstar, I would not want to be in it. Superstar dev doesn't want in. Regular dev, regular dev will be in there playing hard. That's interesting to me because I always I, I look at it the other way. Like if I'm a top player with a chance at winning a title with things like legacy or MVP yeah. awards and all that kind of stuff. Um, in the mix that I'm going, whereas if I'm an Ed Davis, like I'm not chasing MJ's ghost, I'm good, you know. Yeah. But I don't know. <laughs> just using his name as an example, yeah, of course. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I have one point I'd like to bring up, and that's uh, Mr. Billy says that I look like George Costanza <laughs> in the comments. <laughs> and I think that I, I've been called Larry Walker. <laughs> George Costanza never though. Yeah, I don't see it. Larry yeah, Walker, I don't see it either. I don't see it. <laughs> Time for a read, guys. Is that what it's that time music means? All right. Uh, we got the Mile High City Copper Lager and the, the uh, Breckenridge Brewery oh, 15 can sampler to start that, off. That drop? Oh, yeah. I heard it. The opening of a beer can is one of the best sounds. One of the, the best. One of the best. Oh, thirsty. 
So check out uh, the Mile High City Copper Logger. Uh, what are people calling the, uh, the 15 pack? Do they? Is there a nickname people are using on the streets? I think I heard it's called the Jokic pack. Ooh, the Jokic pack. The <laughs> Jokic pack. First time I'm hearing this. <laughs> yeah. You Stop get trying at to Davidson. It's a thing. You get at Breck Brew. Many people are calling it that. <laughs> I've heard. I've heard many people. Call it. A great many people. <laughs> Also, guys, uh, golf is here. That's right. We've got another full weekend of golf ahead of us. And even though the trophy is reserved for the winner, the big cash winnings don't have to be. DraftKings Sportsbook, America's top-rated sportsbook app, is putting you in the center of the action with a sign-up bonus up to $1,000. You can download the top-rated <laughs> DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use code DNVR. When you sign up for a limited time, all new users can get a sign-up bonus for up to $1,000. That's right, DraftKings Sportsbook is going all out with a sign-up bonus of the $1,000. Just enter the code DNVR. Only at DraftKings Sportsbook when you sign up. Must be 21 or older, Colorado only. Bonuses comprise of a first deposit bonus and a first bet match, each of the 500 bucks. Deposit bonus requires 25 times playthrough. Restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com sportsbook for details. Gambling problem, okay. call 1-800-GAMBLER. I have a bone to pick, though. Or actually, not really a bone to pick, but I, something I want to circle back to. Dev said that he doesn't think people will go and watch games. Well, I strongly disagree. If players are allowed in the stadium, I think that, of course, you're going to go watch in person. Why wouldn't you? Who said that? You did. <laughs> I did not say that. I thought you said that. Didn't he say this earlier? He did. Uh, yeah. Yep. He definitely Explicitly. said that. It was a, do you think that they're going to do this? Oh, yeah. And you said, nope. I was not paying attention. Yeah, I can tell. I can tell. I can tell because I did not expect that answer from you. I was like, me. I was surprised. I was like, man, all yeah, right. I guess yeah. I I'm glad we got to the bottom yeah. of it. No, players will go. Of course. I think I think lots of players will go, and I think it'll be awesome. Yeah, that'll be like a highlight. Uh, what, what else is there to do? You don't want to go and watch movies the whole time. Right. I mean, well, that's I, not I true. will say, I, I will say at uh, the Grand or Grand Destino, there's four pool options. There's various amenities. Uh, there's life. some boating options throughout the resorts. There's golf courses. <laughs> boating options. But I mean, popular. let's be honest. These guys are going to be at the arenas. I think. Is there paddle boats? I need. I need a paddle boat. I, Monte I hope Bobo not. Picture. I hope. I need that so bad. At least get a oh, motor man. on that thing. Man, I'm telling you, I think for sure, uh, I think this will be a storyline, actually. And I wonder if the NBA is going to stick them out of sight. I think it would be so smart if they did not. If you go to the game, you get to sit right there in the camera lines. You get to hear everything. <laughs> That, I, I don't. I hope the NBA does. I know they won't. But I, I would sideline interviews. Yeah, I mean, man. I, someone is like a nasty dunk. I want to cut to like the best players in the league reacting to I that. I know, and I want to hear sure. like specific trash talk coming from. The, <laughs> well, you'll never get that. Yeah, but ESPN has been desperate, so you got to know they will be uh, doing those interviews on the side. It's going to be like summer league in that aspect. They're going to walk <laughs> over to the side. They're going to mm. have people mic'd up. You probably have to go watch one game that day or something like that. We talked about um, about these possibilities <laughs> on, on the um, on the Keith Smith pod, and um, and I think we also talked about the possibility of MLS players possibly coming and watching. And they announced today oh, that yeah. they're open for that; they're down for that. So they're still waiting to hear from the NBA in terms <laughs> they of better be down for that. Vice versa, um, but the MLS is down. I'm sure they would be. I don't think we'll get LeBron at a soccer game, but maybe would. But maybe it'd be cool. It'd be you? fun. Yeah. Kevin You'll Durant just bought a piece of the Philadelphia Union, right? Oh, I saw that. Saw that. Yeah, that's cool. LeBron owns like soccer teams, right? 
Yeah, uh, I'm sure Arsenal? he's got a stake somewhere. No, he has a he has a minority stake. In, oh, here we uh, go. Soccer Liverpool. soccer guy guy coming in. Liverpool. There he is. Yeah. There yeah, he Liverpool. is. Glad you're wearing shoes tonight. He's not wearing shoes, he's wearing footy socks. <laughs> of course Guy would know the details on the soccer. Guy's like retired successful drug dealer vibes are pretty intense. Yeah, get back on yeah. here, Guy. Guy's yeah, not guy. even his real name. That's guy's just like, look at this man. Oh, no, I just found out, man. Doesn't Guy seem like, like, like he has a pet snake or something? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> he, he was a DNVR intern for cover. All the boxes. Yeah. The guy is just the name of the uh, drifter whose identity he stole when he moved to Colorado. <laughs> All right, we have we have a lot to cover, gentlemen. Get the hell out of here, guy. Guy. Um, <laughs> July July first, we've got this this mini camp thing deal, kind of, but so weird. individual workouts. Part. Individual workouts are mandatory, and um, group workouts are still prohibited for medical reasons. No more than eight players will be permitted in the team's facility at at, at any point in time. So, <laughs> not really a training camp, is it, Harrison? No, it's pretty much what's happening now, except yeah. you can have eight guys in the gym instead of just one or two at a time. Sick. <laughs> Should be some sh- some some top top shape basketball. Going Honestly, on like, are they going to be going over? Because they need to go over this camp once they get to Orlando is not that long. Are they going to be going over terminology? 17 times and they have to go over like all right here's how we're gonna guard pick and roll Jokic. all right you're out of here here's how we're gonna guard pick and roll mason Plumley. like they have to do it every right, yeah. single time send them outside yeah. of the building so I mean, you get down to disneyland july 7th through july 9th uh practices pretty much start right away and then you know scrimmages start the 22nd games start the 30th so you've got pretty much three weeks barely to like get your practice, get your terminology ironed out once you're already down there. I don't, I don't know how much of that stuff you can do beforehand if not everybody's allowed in the facility at the same time. Well, yeah. How much new terminology is involved there? Like, is it, is well, it, it's it's like coming back after a summer, except even worse because at least during Longer. the off season, yeah. guys are around each other and like mm. playing pickup together. But you know, this has been a longer hiatus than a normal off season is. So. Yeah, guys forget the plays, guys forget the play calls, but you learn that stuff back during, you know, mini camp and training camp typically. How nice, yeah. how nice and convenient for MPJ. I mean, like, well, I forgot again. I mean, I... <laughs> <laughs> it's funny though. I mean, I do think, yeah, we think of NBA as like just stars running around doing their things, but yeah, I mean, this is at times, especially postseason play, it needs to be a well-oiled machine, and when you have that much time off, longer than an off season, um, you need a ramp-in period. Did you, guys see this, did you guys see this tweet that just came through? Sorry. Go for it. Uh, Shams and Sam Amick. The NBA will create an anonymous hotline to report potential violations of protocols in Orlando. Oh, baby. Chris, Chris Paul. Paul. Every time. <laughs> it's going to be all over. It's on speed dial. 1-800-CP3. LeBron's shirt wasn't tucked in. What? what it's have the COVID hotline. to wear a proximity alarm. Yeah, so we're about to talk about that. We're about to talk about that, too. More fun details. So Harrison just mentioned that July 7th to July 9th period, this is the staggered arrival at Disney World. Teams arriving in a staggered manner via charter flight or bus. Um, NBA teams have been informed of required positions for the 35-person traveling party. This is usually a 50-person traveling party for these teams down to 35 now they must bring an athletic trainer 
strength and conditioning coach, equipment manager, and team security official. Each team can include a player's private personal trainer, massage therapist, or security, um, but that, that prior list, that's mandatory. Um, upon arrival, players and team staff must stay isolated in their rooms until they burn two negative PCR tests at least 24 hours apart. Players will have the option to wear a proximity alarm that will notify a player if he spends more than five seconds within six feet of another person on campus who is also wearing that alarm. Here's where it gets funky, though. Team staff has to wear this. For the players, it's optional. Um, So, again, like, to me, it just all seems like there's, like, one foot in, one foot out of this sort of bubble deal. I don't know if that... If that's mm. fair or unfair, but um, Adam, go ahead. The twenty-four hours apart initial thing. I mean, that's a big ask for players. <laughs> or do you think that this is is going to give any of them pause, especially some of this group that already is is well, maybe hesitant? Well, well, that was your answer. That's already given a lot of people pause before these details came out. I think a lot of this is going to bother a lot of people. And one of the questions we can talk about in our, you know, a little bit later on is just if we expect a bunch of players not to. Of course, there's the idea that there'll be replacement players you know team there might be players that opt out of this so then you'd be able to bring in some extra ones but um some of this here's my perspective on all of this truthfully and that's why i was so interested to hear dev because i know he's a competitor i know he likes to play basketball i know he likes to win so i was very surprised to hear him say that if he was lebron he wouldn't want to be in this one because to me and it's hard for me to put my myself in the shoes of guys that have made all this money and done all these things already but for me i'm always like yeah, 24 hours alone sucks. Being away from family, I'd be really tough. All these things are incredibly tough, but at the end of the day, I always just want to be I always want to beat everybody. You know, like <laughs> at basketball, and it's like this is this is a thing where I can beat everybody at it and it's going to mean it at the end you get a championship. So, to me, I I just feel like I would be willing to go through all of these. So, yeah, that sucks, but a lot of this sucks. I just to me mentally, I'm I would already be there, but again, I know I can not speak for everybody, and I also don't sure. know if that's how I'd actually feel in that position. Yeah, I mean, we got plenty of uh, Slack messages after these uh, WGT tournaments to prove Adam's point on Adam's, that. Yeah, he wants to win at everything. Adam, do you, would you quarantine for 24 hours in between WGT tournaments? I would if I had to. Yeah, I had well. a terrible showing this last weekend. I can't even talk trash right now. I mean, but Dev, do you think not, not every basketball player feels that way? I mean, and, and so I'm curious, by your estimation at least, are, there's going to be guys out there that just – not worth it for them, right? I mean, they just don't need this? Yeah, that's that's what my idea is. A lot of them, first off, if you do win, I think that there's going to be an asterisk. So everyone's going to be like, mm-hmm. I'm not sure. Second off, I just think that there's so many um, health scares for everybody that it's just like maybe I shouldn't do it just because if they do bring it back home or if people do get sick or anything, things of that nature, I think that there's it's just too many rules that they have to like abide by instead of like you guys figure it out and then we'll start back fresh uh, and things of that nature. I wonder how much communication guys like, um, is it Christian Wood, Donovan Mitchell, Rudy Gobert, I wonder if those guys have like addressed the players and just said, hey, here was my experience, this is what it's like. Because I'm sure, first of all, I'm sure a lot more players have tested positive than what has been revealed. I'm sure later we're going to talk about Michael Malone. But so I'm sure everybody has talked to some player who has got it and has a sense for it. And guys like Christian Wood, for example, said like it was nothing. It wasn't even like a cold. It was almost it was almost not noticeable. So I don't know. As time goes on and as we learn more about this, it does seem like these guys probably have a little less to worry about than than, than most people. 
I was I was listening to a player on a podcast. I forget who it was, um, but he was referencing like a bunch of players that had had it, and I think most, if not all of them, were asymptomatic. You know, they didn't even know they had it. The only reason they knew they had it was because they were tested. Right. And, and I, I'm I'm speculating a lot here, but I, I've got to think that calms the nerves of players who are in peak physical condition, yeah. and they've got to have a pretty good idea, you know, that the odds are if they were to get it, which is probably way less likely in the Orlando bubble than it would be if they were just to stay at home and go about their sure. daily lives, um, that if, if they were to get it, they might not even know. It might not even affect them that much. The comment just referenced it. Um, we now we know now that Michael Malone, of course, had it. Harrison, you, you talked about that. Um, you wrote a piece about that for the dnvr.com, but so much of the conversation has been around the players. And it's what's funny, there are people that are in the at-risk age groups that are going to comprise these essential parties, these traveling parties, coaches, of course. And and I just wonder, like, um, I don't know. I know I, they've showed sort of solidarity on this front, but I do find myself wondering about the pops, the D'Antoni, if, if, if they're nervous. I don't know if that's the right word, if they're hesitant at all. But it doesn't seem like these guys are going to, start a group chat where they talk about, you know, other plans or not go. These guys are going to go, you know, it doesn't seem like it's, it's up to them almost. And isn't it ultimately up to, I mean, that's part of this whole thing is you, are you, you can't really force Mike D'Antoni not to go. If he says like, no, it's worth the risk to me. The risk is so small and the, the precautions I buy into or whatever. But um, they have all said that to your point, they've all said they want to play or they want to be right. there. They want to coach. They want to be a part of it. Solid. But I am curious yeah. just to what the general estimate for how many players will not will opt out. I mean, I think I, very few, if any, will opt out. Ultimately, I mean, right now, you know, the last week, it seems like there's been a little bit more momentum, not necessarily for the COVID stuff, but for some for the, the you know, social justice uh, portion of this whole thing. But just for COVID, I do I do wonder if it would be a lot or if it would be like five, six, seven players, mostly from the Phoenix Suns, you know, something like that. I think a lot of guys will raise concerns, as they should. Actually, that's my answer, Dev. If, if I would opt out, if I was on the Suns, I'd probably be like, yeah, I don't want to do this one. Like, absolutely not. It's not worth it. Yeah, that one does not worth it. <laughs> or right, right. an experience, like, yeah, we got to do it. Yeah, if if is, Devin this... Booker opted out, nobody will ever let him live that down. No. Ooh, <laughs> he, opted yeah. out of the, well, he opted out of the Olympics. Like, what? Like, no, I, I don't know, man. I'm surprised. about the Olympics? I would be surprised <laughs> if... <laughs> I'd be surprised. Some of these bottom teams, I'm sure there are players that are not thinking, now's our chance, it's this weird year, we're going to steal a title. You'd have to imagine that there are some of these guys that, that don't want anything to do with this. Um, the league did lay out guidelines for players who don't want to participate, if anyone right. does go that route. Uh, every player does have the right. Um, uh, those players will, will not be disciplined. What will happen is they'll have their compensation reduced by one... Uh, Harrison, help me read this. Help me break this down. <laughs> 192.6. Yeah, I think uh, that's... For, for each game missed up to a cap of 14 games. Uh, any player that wishes to exercise his right should notify his team of, of this election by June 24th. Non-participating players who are either excused or protected will not have their salary reduced as a result of their non-participation. Protected like players are those players whose team believes they are at a higher risk for severe illness. Excused players are those players who a panel of three medical experts determines to have a higher risk for severe illness. So those latter groups, protected or excused, there would be no... Um, no salary reduction whatsoever. Hmm. That sounds like a long-winded way to say that they would be 
sacrificing a game check for every game that they miss, essentially. Right? It does seem like a long way of saying that, yeah. <laughs> with, a, with a cap of, of, of 14 games on that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What, what has confused me about the whole thing is why haven't the, the league used um, Christian Wood or Rudy Gobert as, like, the face of it to say, like, hey, I'm fine now. I'm able to play basketball. This is what I've been doing this whole time. Or to say, like, I'm not all the way there. Right. This, this is the, the scary parts of this, or this is the health factors that go with it. With them just kind of pushing it under the rug, I think that that's a little bit alarming. Yeah, I think there could be more transparency. I, I think the league is probably saying to themselves, like, we don't want to, like, float this out there that if an NBA player gets it, he's going to be automatically fine. Because, right. like, we are in a worldwide pandemic, and people who are in perfect physical condition – in that are 20 to 30 years years old have gotten this and have died. So I I don't think they want to put a blanket statement over that. Um, But no, no, I think like having those guys speak about what their experiences were like. Yeah. That could definitely ease a lot of players uh, anxiety. Yeah. Hmm. A couple more notes from that, that staggered arrival period beginning July 7th, random anti-drug testing will resume. Um, This is only for, for performance enhancing drugs, steroids, masking agent diuretics um no testing will be done for recreational substances although players will still be held accountable um if if they partake obviously you have to call that cp3 hotline (laughs) call the hotline i think i smelled some marijuana coming from the floor below me held accountable i mean they're still subject to discipline the the same way they would have been they're not they're not testing for it but it's still against the rules so they're still subject to, to that discipline um, mm-hmm. Recreational use of marijuana, of course, is not legal in Florida. Reminder for those of us who forget. Yeah, we do forget. I do forget cool places. It is crazy. Um, How many states have legalized them. marijuana now? It's got to be like it's like twenty, no? All the cool ones. Yeah, the cool states. <laughs> I'm gonna fact check states. that while you guys talk. Oops. That was way oh, louder than I anticipated. Harrison, take us away. I have a question. <laughs> when we come back to, I have another question. All right. Uh, MSU Denver Online puts a dynamic education at your fingertips. And Dr. what's Travis great Heath. about MSU Denver Online is their teachers. That's really the best part about MSU Denver Online. It's the best sales pitch we could get. That smart yeah. guy from last night, he could be your teacher. So. Yeah. Lindsay, Lindsay texted me, too, and she's like, you guys did a – tell me you did an MSU read when you had Dr. Travis on. And I was like, no. No. <laughs> sure didn't. Sure didn't. <laughs> uh, well, we actually did one. Uh, I did the pre-roll read was MSU Denver Online. Oh, all right. Well, so I talked about him in that. Um, but, yeah, the – Great thing about MSU Denver Online is, is it's awesome for first-time freshmen if you're just starting out college. Uh, they have so many different majors, so many different programs. Or if you're an existing student looking to go back and finish up your degree, maybe you're looking to get a graduate degree, a master's degree, MSU Denver Online can help with all those. And they have the best teachers too, incredible teachers for an online uh, university. So check out their entire course list online and hey, maybe you could take one of Dr. Heath's classes too. I heard, I heard a rumor uh, wind. I heard a rumor that uh, you you are taking a course and the assignment was too tough. You had to opt out of this and say, you know what? I don't this know is so good. This. All right. Well, if you want me to write a 20-page paper in the heat of the NBA playoffs, I will. <laughs> you know what? I kind of do, man. I kind of do. Where do you want my priorities to be? All right. Here's my question I wanted to ask. I guess I'll start with with Dev. He's our guest. They're going to start testing players on Monday as everybody comes back in. 
What do you think those results are going to be like? And what is the threshold for which, if it was past this percentage of people testing positive, the NBA would say, well, I don't know. Man, that's, that's, I think about that a lot. I don't know I think, if I have the answer. I think they'll be really smart about it. I think that they'll put it at a number that really it should not get to. Um, 98%. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah they'll, they'll probably say something like 40% of the league or something. Like, yeah. there's no way that you could get 40%, hopefully. Yeah. Um, or just something really high. But I'll say, like, if I had to guess, I'll say it about 3 per team or 2 per team. Yeah. See, I was thinking that too. I don't think that's that crazy of a number. Now, that's across everybody. That's not just players. That could end up being a coach or, you know, anybody that will potentially go into the bubble because you got two weeks before you got to be in Orlando. So you're going to test, you can quarantine, and then you can be ready to go inside the bubble. But it, it's still I, – I have a feeling that number is going to be kind of high. I think it's going to be high, and I think it's kind of going to be an eye-opening moment for, like, the league and a lot of people because – like way back when there were, you know, all the reports of the players who got it, but you know right. there haven't really been many since. <laughs> there really hasn't. But, th- but that's you know? because of the reports. And here's why I don't think this will actually break. I, th- I think there'll be little leaks here and there, like you know somebody will announce, like yes, I tested positive this or that. But I bet you most of the tests that come back positive, the team just won't say anything. We're not going to be there to check and verify. The team doesn't necessarily have to. T- I don't think the team, maybe even legally, is allowed to say like, oh yeah, we got six people. So I don't know that we'll find out one way or another, but um, behind the scenes, I'm sure it will affect sort yeah. of how the There's league views and proceeds, but also it'll affect teams. I mean, if a team has six players that are out for two weeks heading to Orlando, that's a huge disadvantage. I mean, do you need like a third party committee? Like, honestly, I mean, like the U.S. Toping Administration or something. Like, if LeBron has a, as is like um, if he's present, like if he's asymptomatic, do you yeah. trust that that gets out there and LeBron doesn't play? Would you be surprised if if there's a buried LeBron positive test result? <laughs> I know that's like high key speculative, but I, I I can say that I would not be. I've honestly wondered if teams are going to inquire about like how that's checked on and enforced because you're right, Adam. There might be an ethic ethical obligation not to tell the public who has this, but from a competitive standpoint, that transparency is important. Yeah, I don't know the answer to that question. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know. I really think it'll just be that the league's not – I mean, if it, if it got so big, if they get back and it is 40% people test positive, the league just might fold and they'll be like, okay, that's why. But I just – there's – there's we saw – was Ezekiel Elliott that yeah. tested positive and it came out? And he's like, well, who yeah. said? Because yeah. that, that was my information. I told everybody that knew not to tell. So, By the way, the, it was his agent that told him. Um, he said no. He said yeah. his agent only confirmed. Oh, gotcha, gotcha. So do you think somebody just called his agent and was like, hey, man, I heard Ezekiel Elliott uh, might have tested well, positive. That's right. Yeah. That is what happened. Like, yep. They were yeah. going to run a story, and they called just to be like, we're just fact-checking here. And this was I mean, like, going back to Adam's original question, there has to be an actual mathematical number to this, right? There's only so many eligible replacement players. Mm, yeah. is, is, there, is there a world in which the number of positive test results in of any course. way approaches that number? So yeah, I mean, there's there's a possibility. Well, where they I, I do. mean, they do have a little bit of time because <clears throat> they're starting the test players when on on Monday, and then you know teams don't fly down there until the seventh or the ninth. So mm-hmm. that's enough of a window where you, if you come into the building and you test positive on Monday, you can get rid of it by the time you have to fly down to Orlando and get a couple pot. Like negative tests. God, you you want to know? What, so we're talking. There's obviously a lot of like things that make us all nervous and maybe hesitant or this or that. But there is one thing. 
it's possible we get both PJ Dozier and Bull Bull to play actual minutes at some oh, point yeah. in this tournament. Like, wow. We just go with the best case scenario. Nobody gets tested positive. Everything goes off without a hitch, whatever. Nuggets might be in position where the last game doesn't matter. You've only got 17 players down there. You might do the, you know what, starters, you're resting. Millsap, you're resting. Everybody. Um, who are we going to fill out our roster with? Bull Bull, you're in. You get your first minutes in the NBA tonight. Um, that's at least crossed my mind. Oh, yeah. yeah. That's crazy. Let's go. Let's okay, so crazy. definitely put an asterisk on this season. <laughs> There's so many, like, like, the amount of time that we've gone over just this portion of the planning and the yeah. logistics. I like, as soon as I see a basketball yes. game being played, the first basket I see made, I'm just going to cry tears of joy for like an hour I, I i just can't imagine us getting to the place where we're actually like playing goddamn basketball we just hold your breath man. Kind of yeah hold your breath it, it, it's, um, i think it's if not when right now but maybe i'm naive um all right we got more to get through july 9th start of practices at disney world at all times on the court players must avoid spitting or clearing their nose wiping <laughs> the ball with their jersey licking their hands and unnecessarily touching their mouth guard i'd like to bring us back to harrison's original point Oh my God! What are we doing here? Like, <laughs> how do you? Yeah, this well, well, all seems so unreasonable. Yeah, these are the types of rules that they have to lay out there. And, sure, and like I've sure. seen tweets about, um, yeah, no doubles in ping pong. Um, <laughs> no, I think that's uh, so specific. I think <laughs> our friend so of the show, Mike Singer, thing. just had something about how Dexter you have Hart. to change out the deck of cards or something. Yeah, after of- every game. Games of grab ass must be played with a glove. Like okay. that's stuff. <laughs> everyone has to have their own head headphones for video games. Oh my god! <laughs> like that's the stuff that they have to put in there. But you can't tell me that stuff's going to be followed, like as rigidly as the NBA hopes it will. You know, you know what, dude? I'm so ready to. I'm me so ready. Too. I to need ready. this. <laughs> like I'm really ready for it. Um, I know. Look, do we have more on the list of, of timeline stuff there, Vote? Yeah, I just want to clear this right. out real quick, yeah. Sure. Until July 21st, players are requested to have only brief interactions with players residing in other hotels that are encountered in common areas. If, if LeBron uh, recru- look, recruits Jokic to the Lakers at the Grandestino, I'm going to go crazy. <laughs> the <Grandestino>. <laughs> <laughs> I can't get over that name. Hey, Yoke, you want to go get some food? No. All right, cool. All right, see you later, man. Well, um, we teamed up until July 21st. Yeah, so so any meal eaten with a player on another team must be eaten outside. <laughs> Players are not permitted to enter each other's hotel rooms. Uh, Disney chefs will prepare daily meals. We talked about talked about the food stuff already. Um, July twenty second, scrimmages start. Teams will play three scrimmages scrimmage games against other NBA teams residing in that same hotel. Shout that, out. That's a big elite point. Squads. That that that's a big point because you know these top eight teams are staying with the Nuggets at that hotel. But if the NBA goes by the schedule we think they're going to go by for those eight seeding games, you know the Nuggets could play the Lakers in an exhibition and then play them in the second seeding game. Hmm. Same with the uh, Raptors. It's oh. wild. From July 22nd until the end of the 2019-2020 season, players are permitted to socialize with players and team staff from other hotels other than the one in which they are residing. Players are still not permitted to enter each other's hotel rooms due That's to so infection crazy concerns. Too. That's also crazy. Wow. For each player to leave the NBA campus, he must have returned a negative test result within 24 hours of a scheduled departure. Each team that advances past the first round of the playoffs will be permitted to reserve up to 17 guest rooms. We touched on this already. I love this question. That brings us 
Is it is it taboo to talk about escorts and girlfriends or grown-ups talk Guest about rooms? Abstinence? I mean, we we could talk about it. Yeah, that's gonna. Be We've tough kept to it get. real on this podcast for two months. I don't know. <laughs> no, we might as well. Real. I, yeah, escorts just, are gonna have to add in the quarantine fee. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Before they get to the bubble. All right, never mind. Maybe we shouldn't keep it real. Dev, I really want to know your your take on this though, man. Like, are you? What's your level of interest in this? And then also, just do you feel like it should go on? Yeah, I think it should go on. Um, you started the season, you need to finish it. Um, yes. That's a long time to not play basketball, and this is like their livelihoods. This is the way that they uh, make money or stay afloat. Um, and then for a lot of people, it's a, it's a lot of way that we cope with things. And um, I think that, yeah, it should it should go on because that will just be a, a rough way to end it. And then it just has so many um, ramifications on next season and seasons after that. So I think that – just stopping it abruptly would have changed a lot of things. Yeah. And financially into next year and all, you know, all the different things, although it should be noted, Adam Silver said that the financial implication of finishing this season and starting and just canceling it and going to next season isn't as great as people think. It's a, it's, it's minor, almost a minor consideration. So I don't know. Well, also, especially if you could really? get next season started closer to on time, right? And, and it just makes the whole thing easier going forward. So <laughs> maybe – my Maybe guy Ray says, <laughs> chose the wrong time to become single. You don't have to go into the bubble, Ray. <laughs> you don't have to. Uh, you're, not, you're not like the NBA players. Uh, uh, we should also probably talk, guys, about the <clears throat> Stefan Bondi tweet that came out today. I don't have it on me. I probably should have let the producer know ahead of time. Um, so Kyrie Irving is in a group chat with the Nets players where he – he recently both suggested that they not go to this bubble thing, but also that they consider starting their own league. Um, I, I haven't looked into more details. I don't know what the fine details on another league. We means. might learn more about this, yeah, for sure going forward. But but I'll check out the screen because I think we just learned more about it. Sources tell me that Kyrie Irving never stated that the Nets should begin their own league. I'm told that after the report came out, he left the group chat. All right, well. I can't, I can't, man. I can't. And that was keeping up with Kyrie. I'm going to sit this one out. Also, I think Theo Pinson uh, came out and said that it wasn't true also. I mean, I'm, I'm assuming he's in the group chat. <laughs> um, so he, like, Is Jared Allen in the group chat? I don't know. Even said that that's not, not anymore. True. Maybe he yeah, suggested okay. they should have their own group chat. So it's tough because I want to take players on, on their word for that, but also players – lie about this stuff all the time. I mean, it, it's very commonplace for a player to say that report's not true, and then we find out months later that report was 100% accurate. But it's a little unfair now until we, it we have It could also more be a thing. If it's a group chat amongst teammates, it could also be a thing that was said in jest. Like, you know, like it's right. not really meant, you know, but so who knows? Who knows? But I do think it – I think a lot of the reaction to this idea of a Kyrie-led contingent of players who are hesitant – was dictated by what people think of Kyrie. And it's just a tough situation because there might be a lot of validity to the message, but when the messenger is someone who very conceivably would start their own league, um, if not suggest some other details like play it underwater or in outer space, like it's a little hard to take it seriously. And so I, I just had to remind myself when all of this happened to sort of compartmentalize like what I think of Kyrie and, and maybe what we're hearing are two separate things. But then you hear stuff like this and and I don't know what to think anymore. I guess. Yeah, the onion, the onion has it. Yeah, hold games in the higher plane. Yeah, see, I was not far off. Yeah. <laughs> so well, Kyrie, um, maybe the disruptor, maybe the thoughtful one. 
He's out of the club. I guess we'll find out. He's out, out of the club. club. He's out of the club. <laughs> he is so out of the club. Uh, uh Dev, know. Dev, Dev wants basketball to come back. Eric, I, I assume you're a strong yes I, here. I want basketball to come back so badly. I, <laughs> I've got nothing going on, guys. Like, what are we talking about? We just read a list of rules for an hour. Like, <laughs> and it was exciting. Got, basketball. It was a, <laughs> yeah. It was a development. <laughs> we just read a list of rules for an hour. Adam, has it's your, has your excitement <laughs> waned at all? Or are you still are you still ready for this? Are you still well, my excitement home? has definitely waned because it, I, what I want is basketball to come back. It's my position, all of this. But I will say, what I want even more than that is I want everybody on the same page. Like I want, I, yeah. it will be weird if it comes back and everybody has one foot in, one foot out. So I hope that whatever happens the next couple of weeks, there's momentum towards it, and also there's positivity that comes from it. We talked about this a lot yesterday, but there is a way in which the league could come back and it's terrible and miserable, and we're all like, oh god, that shouldn't have happened. And I hope that doesn't happen. I hope it comes back and it's a positive thing and it's really cool, <coughs> and the Nuggets win. I am going to try to take off my Cynic hat if this gets off the ground and just try to watch it and enjoy it and remember, like, take off my Cynic hat. Our, what is, the our, second it starts, you'll be like, this is totally yeah. worth it. Every part of this is worth it. We should all take our Cynic hats off every day when we oh, wake up. Cynic <laughs> the Cynic hat is when, a bad hat to wear. It's a really when, bad hat. It's a bad look. One through ten, how pumped are you for this season? Ten. I'm pumped. Oh, wow. I'm jacked. Wow. I'm I find pumped. it hard to believe, but. Um, hey, I. There's just a lot of hoops to jump through. There's still a long ways to go before we even get to Disney World. That's the concerning point. We might not actually get there. Can you um, ever imagine if you could just like five months ago have a portal into the future and so just hear that sentence like, there's a, still a lot of hoops to jump through before we get to Disney World. Like, before we get to the Grand Destino. Our ice cream is just melting in our hand here, man. I'm just so sad. Where's the media hotel? Why don't we know where the media hotel is? Are we in the Grand Destino too? Harrison, once we find out where we're sending you. Once we find out where we're sending you. Am I in the Yacht Club at least? No, you're way below the Yacht Club. I'm just going to stay on Knucklehead's cot at the DNVR bar. All right, that's going to do it for the Tuesday Night Show. Thanks to our special guest, Superstar Dev. Appreciate you, brother. Thank you guys for having me. Thanks to all of you for watching, for commenting, for hanging out. We'll do it again tomorrow at 8 o'clock. Who knows what details we'll have by then. <laughs> Fingers <laughs> crossed they're positive might we ones. read tomorrow. <laughs> See you guys then. Take it easy. Before we get out of here, if you guys want to pick up a free Sonicare toothbrush this week, all you got to do is schedule a cleaning x-ray and exam at Green Mountain Dental Group. And they'll hook it up. They'll give you a free Sonicare toothbrush, a top-of-the-line electric toothbrush. If you haven't made the switch to an electric toothbrush from a manual toothbrush, what are you waiting for? It's a life changer. It will change your brushing habits. It will give you a healthier mouth, healthier teeth, lead to a healthier life. So hit up Green Mountain Dental Group, and they will give you a free Sonicare toothbrush today if you schedule a cleaning, x-ray, and exam. They are located just... 15 minutes from downtown Denver. They're huge sports fans too, just like us. You can talk DNVR with them. You can talk sports with them while you're there. But the best part is, if you schedule a cleaning x-ray and exam, they will give you a free Sonicare toothbrush. 